Hey, this is Taz. You are listening to the Rundown Wrestling Network. I think I'm on this episode. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Rundown Wrestling Network is proud to partner with Dubby. Dubby is a clean energy drink that is made to give you focus with no crash, jitters, or angst like other energy drinks. Dubby is made in the USA, contains zero sugar, zero filler, zero artificial colors or dyes, and zero gluten. There are no secret ingredients and no special formulas, so you know exactly what you're putting in your body. All of Dubby's flavors are custom-made in-house, so you won't find them anywhere else. And with how much drink mix you get per tub, it works out to a dollar per serving or less. That's cheaper than your favorite coffee shop or canned energy drink. So try Dubby today. Click the link in the episode description or point your browser to dubby.gg and use our code RUNDOWNWRESTLING, all caps, all one word, to save 10% on your order. That's D-U-B-B-Y dot G-G, promo code RUNDOWNWRESTLING, all caps, all one word, to save 10%. Try it out with a starter pack or dive straight in, get a full tub. Get yourself a shaker, get some stickers, get some apparel. Get it all at dubby.gg with promo code RUNDOWNWRESTLING for 10% off. That's W.GG, promo code RUNDOWNWRESTLING. Hi, this is John Cena Sr., and you're listening to Twat Magic on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Bitch, pound it and drown the kiss. With the wrist slit, listen to the sound of piss. The piss listener. I'm quick to stick fists in us. I spill bricks and sticks to kill Nicola. Still ripping your knickers, the real blister. We're giving your meal tickets to visit the still dick in ya. And I'm a dickhead certified. Dirty dice turning life into pimp sex world at night. Your pussy looking like a bacon and cheese wrap. I'm making a bean Naked to please that Terminator penetrate until your knees snap Feed that a meat stack of beef Kill the peen back Is that too much? Return of the twat Return of the twat What magic There we go It is episode 4 of Nikki Bella says I do, which means it is the last taught magic until somebody gives them a show again. Arbor, and- <laughs> bitches! <laughs> so all three of us are here again. I am Troy. That is Lisa. Welcome, Sorry. Lisa. Oopsie. And it's okay. Like smash. Welcome. Are you going to say welcome back? Or... You're just not talking to me. Hi. Hi. Hello, everyone. I'm having an issue over here. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Joining us as well, Sal is here. Welcome, Sal. Oh, what's going on, Troy? Hola, uh, Sal. You know, same shit, different day. But hey, everybody out there right now, go ahead, pop open your container of W energy drink that you got from W.GG using promo code Rundown Wrestling to get 10% off. Go ahead and take a big heaping spoon or a cup full of your powder, put it into your shaker. Go ahead and shake that shit like it's a big old fucking fat cock and drink that shit down because it is time for twat magic. Uh, they, W, 
just released a new flavor that you can pre-order, uh, which is a blue raspberry flavor. Ooh. Yeah. So, I'm sorry, what was that promo code again that people can use to get 10% off? Well, that's Rundown Wrestling, no spaces, all capitals. And that'll right. go ahead and take 10% off, and it'll kick a little back to us just to let, let them know that, hey, you're you're listening. No sugar, no artificial colors, no maltodextrin, zero calories, tons of nootropics and vitamins. This shit is exactly what you need if you're sitting around gaming or... If you're just getting ready to, I can relax and listen to our show. So, <laughs> what about artificial sweeteners? Are there artificial sweeteners in this product? There are not artificial sweeteners in this product. Perfect. Yeah. So, it is time to talk about the final, final episode. Of Nikki Bella says I do. Oh man, this was a uh, was an interesting one, wasn't it? Mm. Yes, interesting is one way of putting it. <laughs> it was stre- it was kind of stressful watching it. It was like kept you on the edge of your seat. I was I was surprised that they did wind up using as much um, of the like uh, uh, drama. As yes. uh, as they as as they were going to use because I sort of figured that it was going to be mainly just the wedding but it was like not a lot of the wedding <laughs> and instead was like, no nobody wants to see that everybody wants to see drama that's that's yeah. what reality TV shows are for yeah no I, I I get that to me though I didn't I didn't really fucking care I didn't want to to really uh, watch us but we did. We all did. So let's get into we it, huh? It. We made it. <laughs> Looks like we made it. <laughs> so. Here we go! Alright. Uh, the cunts are getting drunk, waiting for Artem and Potato. And the nanny, of course. <laughs> and Nikki uh, greets them and grabs a child from that guy that almost killed Potato. <laughs> and they uh, proceed to talk for a little bit. Dickie's like, I miss you so much. And Bree's like, <laughs> just, Oh, Artem, you're here too? <laughs> it was it was like, you just cannot fucking stop shitting all over people. Right. Um, and then Bree's like, Oh, yeah, like, uh, you, you're going to love the place. And Artem's like, shh, bitch, this isn't part of you. I need to, Nikki's supposed to tell me about the plans that you made that she just was kind of along for the ride for. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then Nikki jiggles all over the bed while playing with Potato. <laughs> that was the intro to the episode. <laughs> uh so glad that, uh, uh, the potato and Ricardo are back <laughs> in France. They're so glad too. You can tell they're like, eh. yeah. <laughs> so it's two days before the wedding, and apparently they call Matteo Tete now. It's just, just like, poor oh, yeah, they did that kid. last episode. They did, yeah. I, I guess I missed that, but like, you poor bastard. 
So Artem, Nikki, and Tay-Tay go to a carnival. And uh, Nikki asks Teiko what uh, he calls his grandparents. And Artem's like, Grandma and Grandpa. We don't call them Nana. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> and of well, course, is, I think she was wondering because that's what she calls her grandmother. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I get that. Um, I have never had like nicknames for my my grandparents or anything like that. Um, it's always just been Grandma this, Grandpa that, and we typically don't do it either for our kids. They just call them Grandma and Grandpa, whatever the last names are. So it was kind of funny to him to say, like, I don't know where you got that from. <laughs> I think because trying to say, like, a Russian, yeah. you know, like, a Russian name for Grandma and Grandpa was probably what she was leaning towards. But, oh. you know, since he's two, so he's let's, probably, like, stupid. He so, can't say that yet. Yeah. So let's find out what uh, Grandma and Grandpa is. In Russian. Uh, okay. So, Grandpa is Dedushka. And Grandma is, of course, Babushka. Babushka. <laughs> Which is funny because um, it's actually the nickname that I gave my best friend's sister growing up was Babushka. Don't, I, I don't even remember the fucking story behind it. I just remember that we always <laughs> called her Babushka. But, uh, yeah. Artem is taking Nikki out on a date, so at least the nanny gets to spend more time with Tater. Right. It was... We had uh, an entire episode talking about how, like, Nikki's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to miss him because I'm not going to see him for three days. He's there for an hour. And then she's just like, all right, this is getting old. <laughs> yeah, it's day night. Go away. Yeah. Gleb arrives to make fuck me eyes with Artem, and Artem says that they didn't get a chance to talk about how Nikki is a jizz-covered fuckface, and they plan on arguing on their date instead. And Isn't that what most people do? You know, typically, if I'm if if I go on a date with my wife. Um, I try not to get into any kind of arguments. It's it's better if you actually go into... Like, they went into this date being like, we're going to have an argument, we're going to have a conversation. That's not fun. <laughs> well, well, I think kind he of. went there to talk and yeah. knew that whatever he said, she was going to be a bitch. Right. Yeah, if, if he didn't bring it up, I don't feel like she would have. Probably not. No, it didn't seem yeah. like it once we get there. Uh, Gleb tells Artem that communication is everything, just as long as he doesn't communicate about that one night they spent in Reno together. Uh, <laughs> they look so happy when they're together. They do, right? don't they? No, they seriously do. There's there's so many like lingering glances that, that they share with each other. And it's like, I, I feel like the, <laughs> the entire time that that they're on screen... That there should just be some nice fucking like smooth jazz in the backgrounds and and just like I don't know, man. Like it's uh, a little Kenny G. Yeah, you know. There it is. (laughs) I knew it. I knew it existed in our soundboard. Communication is everything. 
Boner. Boner. That's Wham, by the way. That's not Kenny G. That's the uh, oh. Well, the saxophone is a on huge it is difference, G, isn't it? Artem says that he and Gleb grew up in a very different culture where men are not allowed to show emotion. Spoiler alert, Artem. That's everywhere. And it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a, a purely Russian thing. I can tell no, it's you. not purely Russian, but I'm sure it's uh, very high up there in Russia. <laughs> yeah, probably. Nikki finally spends time with the Crotch Goblin, probably about an hour. And we get like a little bit of time with the two of them. I wonder if he even calls her mother, or if he calls, uh, uh, what's the fucking, what's her name? Marlene? Maria? The nanny? Yeah. Yeah. Miriam. Miriam, that's what it was, yep. Miriam. I knew I knew she got named in this episode. Yeah, I wonder if, if that's his mom. But, of course, after about an hour, Nikki dishes that little bitch and goes into a Bentley for her date. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only reason... She likes uh, the finer things. Yes. Here's problem number one. <laughs> Go for it. Because if I'm, if I'm correct, Artem sent... Nikki specifically this car to pick pick her up for the date. Mm-hmm. Dude. You, see, this episode made me not feel bad for Artem. <laughs> because you know what, asshole? You are doing this to yourself. Okay? There is no need for that shit. Okay? You're you're inviting her to have the upper hand on you. Yeah, I, I get that, but also, like, uh, he, yeah, I mean, it does kind of seem like he's showing attrition, where he's, like, he's getting her gifts, and he's getting a car and stuff like that, so it's almost like he is admitting to some guilt in the in the argument that they had, just by doing right. it. Right. But... It's like he spent, like, although, if he spent, like, you know, the entire time in Turkey sleeping with Gleb behind it Nikki's yeah. back then yeah that, that's the reason for the gifts right feels it feels guilty. bad yeah <laughs> <laughs> Nikki starts taking selfies in the car because she's shallow but she at least admits that she's shallow because she does as Lisa said like the finer things in life she steps into the Bentley and she's like you know what I, I do have to admit that I like nice things and I'm like ugh yeah well, you were on TV for enough years. You figured you would have saved your money, but no, of course not. <laughs> yeah. So we get a flash of some statue titties before Artem arrives at the restaurant. And he tells the wait- or the uh, the server that he's got some show and tell for Nikki. Because <laughs> she offers to take his bag. And he's like, no, I have, I have items that I need to bring out. <laughs> so Nikki, oh Nikki arrives brawless. And uh, they take some shots, and Artem gives her some black licorice from her favorite place. It's black licorice. Isn't that like the... Is that what that was? That's what that was. I thought it was like some weird chocolate. (laughs) At least weird chocolate I could understand. Like, black licorice is like not anybody's favorite food, right? (laughs) No. No. That's true. That's fair. Like, I understand she doesn't have taste, but I thought she still had taste buds. (laughs) Did you see what they were eating? (laughs) No, I didn't even catch that. A baked potato with caviar on it. Yes. Ugh. I know. 
You know what? To all you rich people out there, go fuck yourself. Here's, here's, here's the you thing. You absolutely ruin normal shit. Like, um, <sighs> we're gonna we're gonna pretend that oh my gosh, there really is. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Gourmet black licorice. <laughs> you know, but still, it's like the the highest price is like. Here's thirty dollars for like a pound of it, <laughs> and he gave her like half a pound. It's like, really? That it, it seems so odd that she's like, oh, I guess fucking Bentley. We're eating caviar, and here's fucking three dollars worth of black licorice I found at the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> I had to talk my son out of mailing you peeps today, Troy. Oh, uh, why? Because they were Dr Pepper flavored peeps, and he was like, "I bet you Troy likes Dr Pepper." You know what? I you know what? I actually would have uh, would have tried them. I'm not. I I do not like peeps, but I do like Dr Pepper. So Wait uh, he was like, "We should send these to Troy. I bet you he likes Dr Pepper." I was like, "Why do you talk him no. out of giving me free stuff?" <laughs> Don't do that. I like free stuff. I, uh, I was like, I don't think Troy drinks soda anymore, Jackson. That's not that's that's just the flavoring. It's not actually soda. I was gonna say that's even more reason to get the Dr yeah. Pepper. Well, they sell them at Walmart if you're interested. See, but I'm gonna get to go to Walmart. See, and, and <laughs> that's another thing. Like, it's it's the same thing. Like, I'm not going to ever go to Starbucks and buy Starbucks, but I will accept a gift card and use that at Starbucks. The same thing with that. Like, I'm never gonna buy Peeps, but I would totally accept. A Dr Pepper flavored peep, and I'm sure my kids would love them. So don't don't talk about it. They're like weird. That. <laughs> They're weird. We bought them. That's why we he. That's why he said it to send the rest of them. Gotcha. Oh, because he, he didn't like them. Oh, that's no. Well, no. We bought them today to try them, mm-hmm. and it's very weird how they actually taste like Dr Pepper. Yeah. And we were like, I don't know if I like these because it's so weird that nice. they taste like Dr. Pepper. He's like, we should send the rest of these to Troy. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, keep... Oh, these are terrible. Let's <laughs> keep them to yeah. Troy. You need, you need to nurture those thoughts, though. Keep keep letting him have those things. Keep letting them have, the, have that instinct of like, hey, we should send this free shit to Troy. <laughs> it's nice to know that he thinks of you, though. Yeah, of course. He doesn't think of you, Sal. He's like, fuck Sal. That's you know? fair. I mean, hey, that's like the motto of the network at this point. So <laughs> It appears to be. <laughs> uh, so then we get to uh, the fight, which I... It is... it. So it definitely is a disagreement, I wouldn't go so so far as to call like a, a full on fight though. Like they stay very calm about it, and I'm sure that was part of it. Of like we're gonna go into this restaurant, so we're not going to make ourselves look like assholes, you know. But Mickey tells Artemis to talk, and then lets him say about one sentence before interrupting him, <laughs> which he calls her out on. Yeah, which is good because I'm. See, that's the thing. I think I feel like they kept it cordial. Because they were because they were outside, like you know, at a yeah. restaurant, um, and they didn't want to be those screaming Americans where everybody in the restaurant turns and looks at them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Nikki says that Artem should be cool with her being overprotective, and like, so obviously, you know, if you if you've been in a relationship long enough with each other, you know, there there are going to be certain things, you know. And there's also certain things that you just like don't fight it. Like my my wife is is a bit of a warrior, and 
not a warrior like I mean she is, but she she worries about things. Right. But I understand that, and I and I don't take it to to where the point where I'm thinking that she's like not trusting that I'm going to do it. You know, she'll sit there and be like, oh, you know, play like obviously we got a big snowstorm up here today. It's like, oh, you know, just you know, drive safe or whatever like that. You know, that's the side right. of things. But it's just the one time. <laughs> And it's like, a, right. yeah, you too, and then you move on. This sounds like it is repeated, and it is the same like questions and the same statements that keep going. And like that is where you get to the point of it being uh, unacceptable, where it's like, because mm-hmm. he even says it too. He's like, he goes, why do I have to keep answering the same question over and over again? And it's like, yeah, that's true, because if you continue to ask somebody the same thing over and over again, you're either expecting them to have a different answer or you don't trust that what they're telling you is the truth. Mm-hmm. So you're checking to see if they're yeah. repeating the same answer or if they give you a different answer the second time you ask them. Yeah. Or the third or the fourth. Yeah. So this this entire conversation proves to you, proves to, to anybody watching it, with the number of times that Nikki interrupts him, just how their relationship goes. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, that was the whole thing. was like, oh, Autumn doesn't talk to me. No, you clearly don't let him. <laughs> and after a certain point, I completely understand why the guy would just be like, yeah, I'm done talking now. Because it's mm-hmm. not getting through. So there are a couple of different dynamics going on here. First of all, um, these two do not communicate well at all. Mm-hmm. And even I feel like... Even if she, even if her like intentions were okay, the the way she says things and how defensive she gets, it does feel like she goes from zero to a thousand. Like she's ready to fight all the time. Right. Yeah. And she and doesn't she, want to listen. And when she says things, she's hurtful. Right. Yeah. And I've known people that they don't. There's a difference between a worrier and a nagger. Right. Right? And and there are people that will just, like, kind of like this, where they'll just ask you the same thing over and over again, repeatedly, 13 times in one day. And it's like, stop, stop. You already said it once. Right. And that's how she comes off. Now, if she doesn't want to be portrayed like that or, or come off like that, she needs to work on herself. Yeah. So, but then also with him, he's like, um, he said, like, does anything I say even matter? And she was like, oh, really? Yeah. And in her mind, you know, she's thinking like, no, of course not. Why would you even ask that? Right. <laughs> and maybe he enables her by doing that, by go. just shutting up and not saying anything. There you go. Yeah, that's very possible. So, Artem says that he felt she didn't want Mateo and him to go. And she tells him, well, that's on you. Which is just a great adult response to that. Not like... Oh, that's your fault. Yeah. It's not, okay, I understand what you're saying. It's not what I meant. Like, like, there's... She's not, like, defending it or being like, you you misinterpreted it or, or misunderstood what I was going through. It's no, it's your fault because that's how you felt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to take blame for the way that he felt. Mm-hmm. 
like I'm sorry you felt that way. She's not yeah. saying that. Yeah. Uh, Artem says Nikki doesn't want to see anything his way. And then he correctly points out that her instant response is the same thing he could say to her. If she's so worried about Matato, that's on her. <laughs> Which is like... Exactly. There, I, I'm, Artem is always that kind of guy where I'm like, do I want to like root for him or do I just kind of be like, you're a fucking moron, you know... Uh, yeah, that, you know, this episode changed my opinion on him a little bit, because originally I felt really bad for this guy, and then he, he, you know, he enables a lot of her behavior, he really fucking does. Even this fucking conversation at the end, you're just like, okay, I love you, it's fine. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, so, like... So all of that, like Nikki still thinks that Artem like has to keep reassuring her. And she'll ask him for his opinion on things with Tater, but then she'll just do what she, she wants anyway. Want. Mm-hmm. And he says like it makes me feel like my opinion doesn't matter. And of course she like shut down so she's like, Ugh But it's like everything he's saying is is very valid. Like mm-hmm. It's it, it it would be frustrating if um, everything if your wife came to you and was like, hey, um, I'd really like to like paint the living room uh, a new color, uh, and I, I I what color would you like? And you're like, you know, I'd I'd really like a a nice like light blue, and she's like cool cool and then she like shows up the next day with a fucking deep red that's the kind of thing where it's it's like why'd you even ask if you didn't really yep. fucking care exactly so yeah like you're just gonna do what you want anyway right exactly so after that we get a commercial break and we come back and Nikki says that she takes it all in and Artem says she never admits that she cares about what he says. And she says... Struck a nerve, didn't it? Yeah. (laughs) She's kind of taken aback, and then she's like, well, I feel underappreciated. And she's like, see see this right here? Like, this... Me, 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 me. Right. Fuck your feelings. It's all about me. Yeah, she doesn't address what he says. She moves on her own thing, where she's like, oh, you know, you see this licorice? Like, I felt appreciated with that. It's like... You just said you didn't feel appreciated, and then you were talking about like him getting a Bentley and getting licorice for you. Oh my you god! She was like, "This licorice means more to me than fighting like your feelings or whatever." This is this is how you show me you appreciate me, and I'm like, "Wait, so buy her stuff?" Yeah, pretty much. It's, Fuck that noise! It's buy her stuff. Is what that is. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget that she's the head of the household. Yes. But she's not keeping tally of that stuff. Right, she's not keeping tally, but she is definitely the head of the household. <laughs> she does all that stuff. Yep. So, <laughs> she says that as soon as things are good between the two of them, then everything bad is gone. Well, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm so glad that you're not 
fucking dwelling on your arguments, but, like, that's not... Like, that seemed to be, like, a conclusion of, like, okay, we're just going to move past this, and everything's going to be good again. Yep. <laughs> like, it literally was, you're a bitch, and then she's like, you suck and make me feel like shit. Like, at that point, that should have been like, okay, there's something wrong here. We shouldn't be doing this. Right. Two but days instead, it's like, as soon as you hug me, all the problems go away. I feel the same way. Okay, let's get married. It's like... <laughs> That's right. not going to resolve all that, like, when you go home. It's still no. going to be the way it is. It's just pushing it to the side, because it's like, eh. Yeah. You know, you're here, and I'm here. Eh, I have three dresses. It. Why not? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, you're wrong, but I don't want to fucking talk about it anymore. Let's right. just fucking <laughs> eat more caviar and licorice. Yeah. Yeah. Let me eat my <laughs> potato before it gets cold. Yeah. <laughs> so they're good now. And yeah, all, I'm sure they are. all I can say is, boy, that must have been fun for that server. Because <laughs> there, there was a certain point where you could see her, like, just finishing up at their table as they were mid-argument. And it's like, oh, boy, she heard a lot of that. <laughs> <clears throat> trying to think back in the day, because I, I was a waiter at one point in college. And I'm like, did I ever hear anything like that at a table? And I wouldn't say like that, but there were definitely times where, like, the couple tried to, like, get me involved on, you know, an opinion. And I'm like, oh, uh-uh. Nope, you ain't paying me enough for that. I'm here to bring you your dinner, and I'm walking right. away. So. Yeah, I mean, I've I've seen arguments, obviously. I, you know, I've, I did a little bit of, um, like, front-of-the-house work when I was working in the restaurant here and there to help out. So I did definitely see some of those things, but... Never anything too extreme, like definitely not anything right. that like uh, uh, sticks around in my fried up brain. So, Artem then puts her back in the Bentley, and then he's just like, "Later, bitch." No, I'm just kidding. Uh, he gets in as well, <laughs> uh, and they proceed to get more drunk, and they pull up to what first appears to be a street dancing troupe, but it is in fact. Bree and JJ and Gleb and his hot-ass girlfriend. So Artem has set up a little dance party for Nikki, and they proceed to join in on the dance. Yeah. Yeah, and all of a sudden this became like a, a fucking um, traveling agent commercial. <laughs> a bit. It was. It was a lot of like, all right, let's let's frame them with what's going on in the background there in Paris. And make sure that we're yeah. just like kind of slow mo dancing. Yeah. Yeah. It was either it's either a travel agent commercial or like a commercial for like antidepressants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where they're like, let life take you over again. Mm. <laughs> so then we go to a uh, riverboat, and JJ and Maya arrive, as does Gleb and his girlfriend's titties. You know who did not arrive? Who's that? Uh, Droopy Dog's husband. Yeah, so they're going to have rehearsal. Oh, John Boy? Yeah. Johnny Ace? Oh, you fuck that guy. Because he Maya, ain't coming here. Maya is his daughter. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure he had bids. He was really tied up at work that week. Right. 
Yeah. Could, uh, we're, we're not going to mention the fact that uh, Droopy Dog went from being married to a guy named John to being married to a guy named John? Nope. <laughs> All right. Uh, so nope. out of nowhere comes Dickhead John and his daughter lookalike wife. No, Johnny Ace wasn't here, dude. We got this all confused. Other dickhead, John. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Didn't we see the Bella's father say, oh, I can't come to your wedding? Yeah. They didn't play this off as, like, he was lying to surprise them. It was more like he just showed up. <laughs> mm-hmm. So This was 100%. When I watched this scene, in my mind, I went... Ah, the cartel told him to say that yeah. so it would throw off the feds. Yeah. <laughs> that way they're looking for him in Mexico, and then he can just kind of... And that's why, very next scene, it was either Bria or Nikki, they were like, um, I mean, how did you get here? I mean, of course he came on a plane. He totally didn't hide in a refugee <laughs> boat. Yeah. That's not what happened. Not at all. I, I assume that as soon as he walked up, the producer was like, where's Droopy Dog? Get a camera on Joopy Dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had talked about that last week. You'd love to see them in the same place. And I was like, yeah. oh, shit. So That's exactly what Joopy Dog was like. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, well, she kind of looked like Two-Face. Well, she always does. Batman forever, but... <laughs> yeah. So they they are cordial, and Joopy and John do, in fact, hug. I can't tell if she's... She was like, damn, you look... <laughs> Like, yeah, been hit with the ugly stick. Right, and, and time did not do you well. Right, and that's the thing. It's like I couldn't tell if she's upset because you know, you know, but yeah. <laughs> you know, you know that stuff. Oh my god! Yeah. So. Yeah, no, she looked like okay, <laughs> like like you said, you couldn't tell if she was upset, but even if she was, you wouldn't really be able to tell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he looked like oh. <laughs> the hell? Right. Fuck! I feel really guilty now. Let's just uh, no, no, no! Don't, don't go say hi to her to his girlfriend. He, he like, no, no, really no, no, did. No. He went to go give her a hug, and his face was like, oh. <laughs> what you, you just gotta think it, in his head. He's gotta be like, glad I didn't do that one. <laughs> right. Also, he's just like, I fucking uh, lucked out on that one because look at my wife. He's hard right. to look at. Yeah. So, Nikki and Artem go to the back of the boat, and she's just tripping fucking wet, telling her, like, I'm so ready for the wedding night. So, he starts rubbing her ass, and they make out for a bit, while JJ watches, and I assume, like, crushes a glass with his hand in jealousy like they do in the movies. (laughs) Yep. Exactly. Uh, So, then, uh, everyone goes below deck, not a euphemism. Uh, and we get a, a quick shot. Of, <laughs> we get a quick shot of uh, Gleb's girlfriend's ass to show she isn't wearing panties. So uh, hopefully he brought some boner pills with him because otherwise he ain't gonna be able to get up. Lobbying, lobbying for that. Uh, <laughs> Very much so. Her her own show. Oh, funny you mentioned boner pills because at one point when Gleb and Artem were talking a couple scenes ago, mm-hmm. Gleb was like, "Remember, uh, thing they tell us back in Russia, oh, you always wedding. have to communicate." Yeah. And then he's like, and you have to keep your dick up. Yeah. But they didn't have blue pills back then. <laughs> oh, what his grandfather used to say. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Like, uh, yeah. So if, if Gleb's girlfriend, like you say, is trying to, like, I mean, wouldn't you give it? Like, her tits were, like, all the way out. Like, they, they had to have 
just like super glued that dress to the top of her areolas because there was no fucking room for for any movement on those. So they get cookies and then what looks like a biscuit with a corn husk on top of it for dinner. Uh, fucking rich people shit. So John does a toast. He toasts to Artem's second wife and thanks Kathy for being able to take a punch. And then... <laughs> That's so bad. Oh my god. That's awful. Okay, it's okay. We're gonna roll with it. So then... Oh, <laughs> oh wrong. We go to the next day. Finally, it's wedding day. And Nikki does a video and we see that Eileen, the makeup artist, has in fact flown out to Paris to do their makeup. She did. Yep. Uh, wait, before we, we go to wedding day, just real quick on on, on John John the uh the axe. Mm-hmm. Um he's doing the toast. And first of all, I'm like, really? You you who like abandoned them when they were like in high school? Nah. <clears throat> Dude, I ain't giving you the toast. Fuck that. Right. You're lucky you're here. But then he's like, oh, and I want to thank... I want to call it Droopy Dog. What's your real name? (laughs) I want to thank you, Kathy, Mm. for giving these three beautiful daughters. I mean, well, you you know, JJ, you know what I mean. Uh, Thank you so much for giving me three beautiful kids. And she's like, I hope I'm gonna poison. I'm gonna poison your food as soon as you turn away. <laughs> she, uh, trust me, she she'd be scowling if she could. So, <laughs> Nikki has her three wedding dresses, and she proceeds to do any, mini, miny, mo to pick which one she's gonna wear. They were all wrinkled. Which guess which one she wore down the aisle? I don't have. I'm not gay enough to know which one she wore down to the aisle. You are though. Am I? Am I? Was it? You are though. Was it the John Cena dress? It was the John Cena okay, dress. Okay, I thought so, but I'm like, I was like, I think that is, but it's hard to tell because I don't yeah. really care. I mean, it's bad enough for the dress, and then they had to dub over the real music they played, which of course was John Cena theme song, which came out. Oh well, oh well, we'll get to we'll get <laughs> to was. how weird that was, but yeah. Um, so we get to... Yes, so so she opens the thing, and the dresses are... Like, the bottoms are... I don't know, I guess they They were wrinkled from being in the bag. Well, that's... I mean... So, yeah, so so they... Someone's gonna get fired, and it ain't gonna be Nikki. So that's the thing. So they they weren't steamed. um, Right. Which is something that you do if you're not going to, you know, to do it that quickly or whatever that... But Bree's even like, yeah, those should have been under the bag like a day ago. And it's like, mm-hmm. so you knew that, but you didn't bother to mention anything <laughs> of like, hey, by the way, yeah. you should probably take them out of those bag, right? <laughs> well, I mean, it's not on Bree. If Nikki was addressed to be ready. Yeah. yeah. And she she's done so much, I know, for prepping for her wedding. Uh, the least she can do is pull the fucking dress out of the back. Right. Like, no one's even asking her to steam it herself. Like, she could have went that morning and been like, oh, let's... Yeah. You know, not actually do it herself, but tell her assistant, let's get the dress out of the bag. Well, one of the other assistants we do see is steaming the stuff at a certain point, so they do find a steamer, they just kind of don't talk about it. Um, yeah, that's a shame, because that girl's probably going to be fired after the Oh, show. probably. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Nikki mentions that she can't wear the new one since it's not fully erect. 
Um, but one, of the, but she's got two other dresses to pick from. So as you said, you, you guess which one she picked. Uh, Eileen is painting her titties, <laughs> and Dicky worries that Miriam and Teo are still at the hotel. It's twenty minutes until the wedding, mm-hmm. which I understand the hotel doesn't appear to be that far away, but still. You didn't realize your child wasn't there at the, the venue until 20 minutes before. He's the ring bearer, and you didn't realize he was there at the wedding or not. Well, apparently it was Artem's job to get him there, but if the hotel was so close, why can't Miriam walk him over? I, yeah, I She's old enough, to, right? I would love to blame everybody involved, okay? Because we have two parents who are dumb as fucking bricks, who don't think, like, gee, I wonder how our kid's gonna get there. Like, the grandparents, there's, like, aunts and uncles everywhere. Yeah, nobody's like, where's Mateo? Right. Not one fucking person's like, where's Mateo? Like, especially then, her mother. And then think. the groom has to go back and get him. Like, what the fuck's the best man doing? Yeah, right. So... What the fuck is Bree doing? There's, there's, a, there's a lot of that, right? Because the the next thing we get is, hey, does anybody have the rings? And it's like, I am pretty sure that it is Gleb's responsibility to have the rings as the best man. Yep. He doesn't. Pretty sure. No. Gleb, and, possibly and the worst best man ever. If, let's, because, you know, we're dealing with rich people, let's assume these rings... Or a few thousand, tens of thousands each, right? Mm. If Artem had them in the safe because they're worth tens of thousands of dollars, then it is still Gleb's responsibility to go to him that morning and be like, can I have the rings? Yeah. Because I know you locked them up, but five o'clock's coming, so give them to me now, and I will hold on to them, and then I will present them to you when the time is right. Instead, nobody says anything, and again, we're like 15 minutes before you know mm. uh start time and they're like uh where are the rings uh well they're, they're i don't know uh hmm. yeah i don't know I don't fucking know <laughs> so spoiler alert they never find them <laughs> and wow and i could not find anything in the quick google search that they ever found them so said Uncle Bill came in clutch. Yes. So Well, first of all, you know why, right? Like they probably forced the, the staff at that hotel to do so much fucking bullshit in the in like the last seventy two hours that one of them was like, fuck these people, I'm stealing this shit. So I mean that's always possible, but like so Artem is like convinced that he put the rings into the safe with their passports and stuff like that. So when he mm-hmm. went into the, into the safe, like everything else was there except for the rings. If, if we, but if see, we believe that, yeah, yeah. But Ivor didn't Nikki and Bree go get Artem's ring when he was in Turkey? Because that's when they found the venue. Because the guy from the that's where they were store, purchasing it from. Yeah, right. The guy from the jewelry store recommended the venue. Right. Yeah, right. 
right? So Nikki had his ring while he was in Turkey. So there's no way that he could have put the ring in the safe, right? There's, I, I have a feeling that they are both rings and that Artem already, like, saw them yeah. and, like, put them together. It was Like, we'll like put when he got back? Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably. So... We should get Droopy Dog on the case. Yeah. Actually, she'll she'll find it. So Artem texts Nikki that the rings are not in the room. And then he calls her, and Nikki, who's topless at this point, says, nobody told her, he's like, nobody told me I had to go get Miriam and Teo. And I guess they weren't at the wedding, or at the, the hotel, though, right? That they were at? Or they were like, they were just down in the fucking lobby? Or whatever. Where they were staying for their trip to Paris versus the venue was at least, like, we'll say a 15-minute walk. So it wasn't the same building. Well, no, because he, he went to um, to go look for the rings in their room. And then he right, but he left the he left the venue. To right, that. but he's in the he's in the room looking. He calls Nikki, and then he goes downstairs and leaves the venue that leaves the hotel to go get Miriam and Teo. They go to a different building. Yeah, at a different yeah, hotel. They're in a different hotel. Mm. Yeah. yeah, because what I think they're in a different Because hotel. while he's walking to go get them, that you can hear the producer go, "Do you want me to go get Teo and and Miriam?" It's like, so yeah, they stayed at mm. a different hotel than than their parents did. I say their parents. So, but. such such a good mom, she doesn't even have her kid in the same hotel. No. But yet she didn't want her kid to go out of the country. Yeah. So I was I was going to uh, look really quickly on the Bella Twins Twitter to see if they had mentioned anything, and then I forgot that I was blocked. So. <laughs> so Sal, you're the only one that can. No, look. I've got a couple different. No, oh, no, no you're blocked too. <laughs> no, yeah, she's blocked too. But I got I got a. I'm blocked too. I got a different one. So let me see. Um, okay, so they haven't posted anything since yesterday. And it's just like the pictures, it looks like. Uh, let's see here. Um, yeah, a bunch of pictures from it. Well, I thought that they had pictures on Instagram of their rings. Oh. Unless it was Uncle Bill's ring. Hold on, let me go over to her shitty Instagram and let me look. Let's see, Nikki Bella on Instagram. Uh, nope, I don't want that. What do I want? I don't think we. S- oh, they did. They found. Oh yeah, was it? Was it saying? So, okay. So Artem tweeted a video of them, you know, getting married. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like introducing my beautiful wife. Blah blah blah. Uh, thank you to everyone who watched our wedding series. Nikki Bella says I do. If you missed it or just want to rewatch it, you can stream it. And someone asked, "Congratulations, find the rings." Not that it was necessary. Just curious. And Bella account responded we did the next morning they were by mateo's toys in the bathroom lol lol we think he took them out of artem's backpack that would make sense because artem does look for that's true that's why he was going for the oh my god the backpack became like an episode of 20 yeah (laughs) it It totally did he goes up to like the, the the hotel like clerk and he's like where is the backpack that was on me right. when I got back from Turkey. Yeah. Yes. Somebody called Tommy Almeida. 
so the wedding so the wedding parties are, are uh, everybody that's attending the wedding is is sitting in the little area there waiting and the wedding starts without the groom because he's still going to go get his child um and nikki asks if someone has a wedding band for artem since she can use her grandmother's ring she's like well the um the the ring is blue so that could be her something blue something old something new yeah. something borrowed something blue. yeah her right. dress is old the ring is <laughs> is blue so they can use <laughs> you know uh, so Gleb asks if Artem has the rings, which again is his responsibility, whatever. And well, what you were talking about, I actually thought that there was a possibility that John just fucking stole them and pawned them, because that would be right up his alley. But, but no, like right, you said, right. no. But now we found yeah. them. Now we found them. So, so now it's ten minutes past the start time, and this is when Artem starts looking around for his backpack, and Eileen goes to Uncle Bill, who's not their uncle, mind you, in case you missed that. He's just some dude. And proceeds to steal his ring. And Adam's like... Well, first they're like... Well, they tell Droopy Dog, and she's like, I don't have a ring. I haven't won a ring since, like, the 80s. And then... We're like, all right, Two-Face, relax. Yeah. And, then, and then she's like... She looks at JJ, and JJ's like... She's like nope, he's useless. He don't have a ring. And then the first person they find who's married is, is Uncle Bill. And they're like, hey, you know how you're on TV right yeah. now? You totally can't say no because you're on TV right now. Yeah. I I get that he's going to get it back, but there's no fucking way I would give up my wedding ring to anybody. Me neither. <laughs> nope. Nope. Because here's here's the issue that I would think of is I'm I would be sitting there and going You're gonna you're not going to give this back to me until at least tomorrow. Which means there's a good chance that my ring is going to be on your finger when your finger is inside your wife. And I don't want that. <laughs> oh my gosh. <clears throat> yeah. See, I need to think that. I was thinking a little bit more practical. Sure. Um, he says, oh, it, it, it won't fit um, Arden's finger because it's, it's too big. And, and that set off a red flag in my mind. Like, well, if it's too big then it's most likely going to fall off and you're going to fucking yeah, lose my right. ring. Yeah. So, no, please don't. Yeah. Sadly, they cut out the part where John came by and he's like, you're looking for a cock ring? <laughs> <laughs> I got one. Uh, so Artem says, obviously, like he knows they were in the safe and that Nikki must have moved him, which is like always best to start off a late wedding with an argument. <laughs> okay. So, again, I wanted to root for Artem until this episode, <laughs> but he instantly was like, the fuck did you do with the rings? Don't don't say a fucking word. They were in that safe. I know they were. Where? And she's like, I, um, I don't know. I'm just fucking dumb. Hello. <laughs> the thing is, like, it, it sort of made me think of Pulp Fiction when... Butch, uh, Butch doesn't have the the watch because his wife forgot to bring it. It sort of made me think of that, <laughs> where he's like, "That exactly was what it yeah. was like." You're 100 percent where correct. he throws a fucking fit, and then he's like, "No, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, everything's fine." <laughs> so, Bri- wait, no, I told you, I told you to grab my father's watch. <laughs> Do you have any idea what he did to get, to get that watch? To yeah. Me? So Bree checks on Artem, and he's like, "I don't even want to fucking do this anymore," because the rings are. No, he's like. Should we do this? I mean, we should just... I mean, this, I feel like we should just not yeah. do this. So. Because I, I, I... And I'm like... I get it. It's it's like, well, the whole whole point of the thing is, like, the symbolic... Uh, the, the 
been symbolic to like exchange rings you know and like now they're not exchanging their own rings <laughs> literally choosing two other fucking random people's rings yeah but that's just symbolism i mean the reality is you do have people that flew out for this well the reality also is is that once you get a marriage license you're married like the the ceremony yeah, doesn't mean no, anything. That's what I mean. The rings are just yeah. The rings are just the whole ceremony for show. Is so, <laughs> just for show? Yeah. If if they have something to put on Adam's hand and they have something mm. to put on Nikki's, then don't don't worry about it. Unless he was so stressed, not because of the tradition, but because of the price. Because he's like, are you fucking right. kidding me? I don't have another fifty grand for another Probably. ring. Probably. <laughs> They're an hour and ten minutes late for this wedding at this point. <laughs> these I would have got up. In these left. poor fucking people. <laughs> there are eighteen people invited to this wedding, who have are probably all jet lagged from flying over from America to to Paris, France, who are now sitting in a hot room by what we hear later for over an hour. Did you say eighteen? That's people? what she said. A party of 18. I thought there were 200. That was what they originally planned. Didn't she... <clears throat> no, no, I didn't... I, I, I noticed that it was less than what they originally planned, but I didn't realize it was so much less. I thought there was still, like, 40 or 50. <clears throat> well... I didn't catch her saying 18. She says 18. Doesn't mean that there was actually only 18, but she says a, a party of 18 people. <clears throat> I like to think that she really did text 200 people and, like... <laughs> only 18 people? 80 of them goes to yeah. her. <laughs> and like I'm the other sixty, with. yeah, I go with that. Sal, I like yeah. that. The other sixty, like straight up, told her like, yeah. up. we're going with that." <laughs> There's an awful lot of scene messages that I'm getting here. <laughs> 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 so let me try to message them again. Oh wait, a block. Yeah, weird. <laughs> so Arden takes a moment to get a, uh, past all this bullshit, and like Nikki gets in position to walk down the aisle. And then Brie walks back. She's yeah. like, "Hold up." <laughs> she's like, "No, you have to wait. Arms yeah. not ready." She's like, "You mean like he's not dressed? Like, yeah. no, like he's debating on like if he should go through with this." So I would kind of hang back yeah. for a second. <laughs> so she's like, "We only have this place until nine, which like I don't know exactly what time it is at this point, but like it's six fifteen. Because remember, it was, an hour, it was an hour and 15 minutes before they got started. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh, so it's close enough. Maybe it's not exactly, but it's getting close enough to, to be... Well, they still have to eat I don't after know this about too. any other venue. <laughs> but, like, normally weddings are booked until at least, like, 11 or 12, well, right? normally weddings are booked a year in advance, or at least a couple months in advance. Yes. Not the fucking not two days before the wedding. So that's probably all they had. They're like, look, we've got... We've got a polka band coming in at nine, so we need to really get you guys out of here. <laughs> Listen, tonight's tonight we wax the floor, yeah. right? So <laughs> yeah, when Giuseppe comes with his waxer, he doesn't no, wait for anyone. No. People right? just start knocking down chairs and kids. <laughs> uh, so Gleb talks to Artem as we reach just under an hour and a half after the start time. Uh, but Artem's like, all right, I'm ready to push through this shit and be done with it. <laughs> just again, just a perfect mindset to have into this marriage. Oh, man. So Nikki gets ready to go again, and finally Artem walks out. So this is the part where they have cut the actual wedding music that takes place, and instead mm -hmm. we get some generic background music. 
So it literally looks like they walk out in silence. <laughs> Which I kind of <laughs> wish they would, just because that would be fucking hilarious. I mean, they probably did. You think she could have booked music by that time? Within like six days from when she booked the venue? <laughs> Poor. I just imagine that she's got like a CD player there, and they just have to keep bending down and fucking hitting restart because... <laughs> no, can you imagine? Someone's got their phone playing. Yeah, it's like, do we... Yeah, it's hooked up to a Bluetooth. Oh my god, that's exactly what they did. That person's like... Yeah, like a Bluetooth yeah. speaker. Like that person's like, my phone is now dying because we've been sitting here for two hours. <laughs> Does anyone have a charging cable? It's not even going to work with the fucking plugs on the wall. Like, I don't know what we're supposed to do. Right, they have different <laughs> oh, So Nikki twats her way down to Artem. And at this point, <sighs> at this point, I re- we see that they are, and I completely forgot about this, they are live streaming this shit to the Russian sleeper cell parents. Who have been sitting there watching a wall for two hours. <laughs> so the uh, the official officiant, the officiant, uh, says that Nikki cannot be stopped, but Arden was able to slow her down. So it's like, so Nikki wrote this stuff, huh? <laughs> and then Art, mm-hmm. and then Artem seduced her. That was all part of the wedding wedding stuff. It's like. Who wrote this shit? That's that's it's so classy to be like, oh, Artem is slowing down his wife after seducing her, and then she just starts mm-hmm. making jokes. Her wedding vows are full of puns, and then we see, which <sighs> we'll we'll learn why, but we see then JJ just randomly sits down at the middle of the event. And I was like, where the fuck was he? <laughs> mm. So Nikki finally shows some emotion other than laughing as she gets choked up when she talks about getting cream pied. And Artem tries to kiss her, and she's like, oh, no, not yet. <laughs> so Artem says he's a, not a good writer, and he immediately starts to cry. Um, which is... Uh, so I'm... I'm almost positive that all three of us here and our three significant others all cried at our weddings. Nikki doesn't, which was very odd. Like I said, she had one little moment when she brought up her her son that she got a little bit emotional. But other than that, she was just like, ah, yeah, this is cool. And like, like it was any other fucking day. Like she was making order at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. So it's time to exchange the rings, but, oh, Mateo is gone. So JJ gets up, and he's like, look, uh, Mateo's sick. And Nikki immediately is like... Second time. Second time in one episode they lost yes. their child in another <laughs> yep. country. Yeah. All fuck's sake. She was so fucking worried about Artem, who was going to be by his side the entire time in Turkey, that as soon as he got there, he ghosts them twice. But JJ's like, chill out. Everything is fine. Get married. Yeah, he's like, keep yeah. going. Just fucking finish what yeah. you gotta do. Now I get it that for her, she had in her mind that like Mateo was gonna walk down the aisle and present him with a ring and stuff like that. I understand that. That's a bummer. That sucks. Um, <laughs> but the fact that JJ was just like, it doesn't fucking matter. He's fine. It doesn't matter if he's dead. Just get married. <laughs> like, 
But that's also, I mean, JJ's a fucking yeah. idiot because he says, um, uh, Mateo, uh, Mateo's uh, actually not. Uh, I'm gonna bring you the rings. Uh, where's Where's Mateo? Um, he he's just feeling a little sick. Okay, way to be yeah. vague, right? Yeah, he's. And she's like, "Well, just have him come out here real quick." And she, he's like, "Ah, uh, actually, it's not really here." Yeah, it it was a lot more where he should have just been like, uh, "His real mother took him back to the hotel." Yeah, it was too hot in here for him. You made him wait. You made him hours. wait for well, less than two hours, I should say, because he wasn't there for the whole thing. Sure, but still, literally, he's. Too- they literally <laughs> brought him from. The Four Seasons, which is where they had like the wedding guest stay and stuff like that. Over there, he stayed there for maybe 20 minutes and was like, dude, I'm done. And the nanny's like, yeah, let's go back and play some Mario Kart. <laughs> so, Nikki straight up swears, and uh, when Artem says he promises to be loyal, John nudges his wife and is like, they don't really adhere to that. That's just something they say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um... Also, I would just care to point out that um, this is kind of all Nikki's fault. Because remember a couple episodes ago when they needed to get the tater tot a suit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, she probably bought him a fucking wool <laughs> suit if he was getting too hot. 100% this is her fault. That's right. She needed to get him that suit. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing she got. If he just had little fucking suspenders and like a little dress shirt, he would have been fine. So think about think about the amount of money that they spent on on this wedding that didn't get used. Two rings and a suit for potato <laughs> purchased, mm-hmm. not used. So Gleb says that everyone uh, should start chanting Goika. Or Goika. Boinker. Yes. I think is what he said. Because <laughs> every second you spend kissing your new wife while they're chanting that is how long you will live with each other. So Artem and Nikki kiss for about two seconds. Uh, and then they're married. <laughs> Wearing other people's rings. And Nikki and Artem walk out. And immediately are like, we're fucking done. We're out of here. We need to go check on our son. So Nikki gives a call to the nanny, who doesn't answer at first, which I thought was funny. <laughs> but then she right. texts Miriam, and sa- and she learns that Teo got overheated, but he's having fun now. So they're like, all right, I, I guess he's fine. He's just not going to be here for the wedding of his parents. So Nikki's like, all right, cool, fuck him, let's go get drunk. And Nikki's like, okay, everybody, uh, Mateo's fine. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody fucking like cheers or like, oh, that's they good. They were like, who? Like, what? You have a kid? <laughs> so then everyone finally gets to eat, and Brie gives them a sign they can hang in their house, which is Nikki and Artem dancing. Is that what that yes. was? Yes. It was a. It was a. Pimple. So it was the person that did their wine label drew them this this picture or this painting or whatever like that of the two of them dancing. Oh, I thought it was from Birdie. <laughs> it looked like it. Uh, Gleb then talks about how he started selling his underwear, and he proceeds to show pictures of him and Artem modeling the underwear. That Holy was not wedding appropriate. No. Shit. Holy shit. <laughs> 
Gleb is just like, motherfucker, if you're going to go through and marry this girl, I'm going to out you in front of fucking everyone. And that you won't even know that I'm doing it. <laughs> and he proceeds to show pictures of just, just him and Autumn. There was no other models. Around. No. Oh, I happen to start this underwear business. And this is Artem helping me with my business. And this is me with my cock and Artem. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so you can, you definitely can um, see those pictures online. They are everywhere. And I am looking for what the, the Gleb collection, which, oh, well, that's interesting. So they do have a, um, a Twitter which they he hasn't posted to since 2018, but the uh, banner picture is Artem with his uh, arm around uh, some woman in her underwear. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say around Gleb. No, no, he's got two women that he's with, and then Artem and his fucking stuffed package are up against another person. I don't think this exists anymore, does it? Glebsev with the underwear company. Yeah. Glebsevchenko. <laughs> nope, it's it's dead. Underwear by Gleb. <laughs> I wonder why that didn't sell. Well, it's it's eight. Gleb Collection is what it's called. It's but, <laughs> yeah. There's a bunch of pictures of him, his ass hanging out on uh, this Twitter. So if you want to go to it, Gleb Collection, go for it. Jerk off to him. He's going to be jerking off to Artem later. Anyways, um, so... Lisa, is that what you're looking up right now? No. <laughs> looking at Gleb's pictures. <laughs> no, I'm not, actually. Gleb proceeds to show more emotion in his, his speech was, than Nikki did during the entire wedding. Oh, you can't see it. I'm actually on... Oh, there we go. Is that their wedding pictures? Yeah, it's the wedding nice. pictures. <sighs> so they eat cake... Uh, then Nikki and Artem do their first dance as a married couple, and we get a recap of them on Dancing with the Twats, and then uh, Eileen catches the bouquet, as she'll be the next person to get boned, and mercifully, this shit is over. Lisa! It's all done, huh? Yes. What did you think of this episode? Um, I do not think this is going to last because I think they're crazy she's nuts so, yeah, so they've been together for f- four years only because she got pregnant Yeah. if they didn't have a baby it, it would be over already that's what it sounded like <laughs> and I, it's kind of like he's afraid that he thinks that she's going to like take Mateo yeah. away look that's a thing <laughs> that is a thing we have seen yeah. Many, many, you know, situations where uh, the wife makes it very difficult for her ex-husband to see the children, especially and vice where, versa. Especially where she's always like, "My son, <clears throat> right. my son." Not to, men- not to mention um, the fact that he so, still like does the show, and he's gone for periods of time. So it would most likely be a case of her getting full custody of him because. She does have, while she does have jobs, she doesn't have to travel for them. They are all pretty much just handled. Mm-hmm. She just owns them. So, yeah, she could make it for you. And plus, and I do feel bad for Artem in this regard. Let, let's put this in front of a divorce uh, judge. Um, 
Okay, so do you live near your parents? Is there someone else that could take care mm. of of Mateo if if uh, if you're not available? Yeah, my mom lives in the same town. Okay, what about you? <laughs> mm, they're war criminals. Well, so. my parents are in <laughs> Russia. Mm, yep, full custody. Yep, Ricky exactly. <laughs> So, yeah. In fact, we're going to invest. For some reason, we got an anonymous tip to investigate you. Like, ice is coming. Uh, I don't know. You might you might not actually have any visitation rights. Right. I'm sorry. You guys are so bad. <laughs> no, it's true. This is stuff that, like, Nikki could do to Artem. If I was Artem, I would I would probably play ball, too. Fuck. He, he's, she's, at least till he's 18. And then, and then you spiteful. can fucking yeah. then you can get divorced. But <laughs> the whole episode was, like... If anybody believes in karma or or signs like you know uh, indications, right? That you shouldn't. That you shouldn't, right? This I, was I, it. This whole episode was full of red flags. Mm-hmm. From from her being like, I do like nice things, to to them losing the rings. Like I would have absolutely been like, you know what? Maybe we'll talk about this when I get back from Dancing right. with the Stars. Because mm. this is nah, this, this is not gonna happen. But unfortunately, he went through with it. And they still don't have the marriage license, right, Troy? Well, she—that's what she. Well, she claims that she does, but you know, we know differently. I wasn't aware that uh, Glub's girlfriend here is an actress. Uh, oh, Cassie Skirbo, who was a, Is that why she? Was well, she show? had a like a bit part in Sharknado Three, where she showed her ass. And then was in uh, Bring It to Win It? Is that what it's called? In It to Win It? What is it? Bring It On, In It to Win It. <laughs> and she was in a bunch of the like Sharknado movies. So she's a, a, not a good actress. Mm-hmm. Or at least not a very well-known one. Doesn't sound like it. It sounds like she got uh, that she slept her way into this show just to be on camera for ten well, seconds. I mean... Oh boy, she's got. Some, hey, in Hollywood, they do what they have to do. She's got like all of. Well, she's got forty-two roles, but they're like a lot of. Uh, she plays somebody in like one episode of The Filth, one episode of Nine One One Lone Star. Yeah, it's and like the descriptions next to her her roles are like. Third girl to right of security. Guy. I mean, a lot of them have names, but there's like, um, let's see, it's a lot of like Montana, Tiffany, Kimmy. Like it's one girl. This one just says girl. Uh, <laughs> Ursula. Yeah, she's not doesn't have a last name in a lot of these. So, uh, I don't think that they really do too much anymore of like the. Uh, um, like body number three or stuff like that. Most of them do get names now. Oh, she's got what? What has she got uh, upcoming? I don't know. As somebody who sat through all of the credits for the recent Marvel movies just to get to the post-credit nice. scenes, there are some people that just get named like girl number four. Such so I, I can't tell if this is like a series, but there's. Something called The Fall, where she plays Tiffany League, and then AMP House, where she plays Tiffany. Or she just is playing two characters with the same name in two different fucking movies. Yeah, she's not good at all. But 
I'm kind of surprised that uh, so it doesn't actually list uh, Nikki Bella says I do on her IMDb mostly because the, hmm. all she was referred to as was Cassie <laughs> but yeah right. so what did you think of the mini oh the shit sucked <laughs> I think this was kind of like a toss the lifesaver in the in the ocean and pray and see if they could get some maybe decent ratings to try to get another season of Total Bellas or another reality spinoff or whatever. Um, and I I doubt it worked because I didn't hear anybody really talking about this show. Except yeah, us. Right. I, I'm not going to sit here and look through numbers, but I would be surprised if I saw the Bellas on reality TV again. So this is another of the fantastic... Um, WWE produced shows, um, mm-hmm. which of course, if you we know we <laughs> yeah, so we know how good those are. Yeah, to uh, the what do you call it, civilian crowd, like the non wrestling fans. So I'm just trying to quickly see here if I can get. Any kind of ratings at all. But uh, there's not even like a Wikipedia page for it. Wow. You mean like if you go, if you type in like Total Divas and they're like, they had a spinoff called Total Bellas, and then you type in Total Bellas, they don't have a link for Nikki Bellas as I do off the Total Bellas page? Wow. They literally have like a... um, uh, it's in list of WWE produced shows, so that's pretty much the only thing. Oh, what is this? What is Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, it's not even on Rotten Tomatoes. What? No, it is. Oh, that link. That link must have been uh, broken. Hold on. No, it says f- five point six. Oh no, that's IMDb. That's IMDb. Rotten Tomatoes just says four or four not found. So I don't know what happened there. Yeah, the IMDb is 5.6, but... No, I was actually looking for, like, TV um, ratings, but I don't think I can see that at all. Okay, so... Uh, the fact that we're having to dig this hard is is definitely evidence that this miniseries was not successful. Because right. <laughs> if it was, it'd be all over the place and be very easy right. to find, as far as, like, the numbers and stuff. For sure. Uh... United States TV audience demand for Nikki Bella says I do. Here I found I found it. One found point. It. So okay. Um, okay. The finale did two hundred sixty-seven thousand people. I'm sorry. What? Uh, <laughs> two hundred sixty-seven thousand. The first episode did two hundred two, then one eighty, um, and then two twenty-three, and then two sixty-seven. So, dude, some of the worst episodes of American Horror Story were still doing four hundred, five hundred thousand. Well, even uh, Twaddle Bellas. Hold on, let me see what the like last episode of that did. That's a lot easier to find because it's right on the Wikipedia page. Uh, last episode of mm-hmm. that did four hundred thirty k. So twice, so twice yeah. the amount of that. 
So it sounds like this did nothing to generate more interest in them, and this was not successful. It's E, though. So, I mean, any anybody That's watching true. that shit was successful for them. But I did find something interesting on something called Parrot Analytics, right? It says, Parrot, Parrot Analytics has found that the audience demand for Nikki Bella Says I Do times the demand of the average TV series in the United States is 1.9 times, which is 64% of all shows in this market have this level of demand. So literally, uh, this is on the lower end of shows that are in demand. (laughs) Yeah, I can see that. So yeah. But I think it's time to go ahead and uh, gently place Twat Magic back into the casket close the lid and lower it into the ground and uh, pour out a little uh, dubby energy onto it and then pile on the dirt and tap it down because we are done my friends so thank you Sal thank, thank you, you Troy thank you Lisa this was thank fun you, Lisa. Uh, thank you Troy we shall podcast again someday just not watching That's these right. cats well <laughs> We'll see. Yep. You never know. So, Lisa, you never know. why don't you go ahead and uh, send us on home? Uh, well, Troy, <laughs> these cunts won't be back no. next week. So, should I say, I bid you adieu. <laughs> and we'll always have Paris. Oh, bitches. Bye-bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there, or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling, and you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash thesalzer effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production.